Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based channel championship team hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to WBC Central, a baseball is not boring podcast. We're going to try this again. I tried recording this last week and it did not. Uh, we didn't get any audio. Um, but yeah, we have some super fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, we'll go over the news and notes to start off, but the biggest chunk of this episode uh, it's going to be something really fun that I, uh, I've i been wanting to do for a while. I'm going to talk about one player from every team in the WBC that I'm excited to watch. Uh, I'm excited to do this because this is like one of my favorite parts about covering the WBC is getting to cover like all 20 teams and uh, being able to share like content for all 20 fan bases. So it's not going to be like a super in-depth uh, look at the roster rosters quite yet and um, hopefully later this week or next week we'll start the pool breakdowns of all four pools but for now we're gonna like lightly touch on one player from every team in the wbc uh, just so that we can get a kind of a feel of at least one player to look out for uh, in the tournament but first we'll start with some news and notes uh, so today recording monday february 20th um, we got some Rust some uh, some uniform updates for the WBC. Um, a lot of uniforms have already been released, like replica uniforms, uh, rep- replica jerseys, and new era hats on New Era's website, MLB Shop, on Fanatics, on Dick Sporting Goods website. So definitely go check them out um, in case a lot of them are, are sold out, but a lot of them are still there as well, uh, at least some sizes. So go check them out, see if they're not sold out. Um, Mexico actually released their official uniforms today. Um, again, Monday, February 20th, 
they have three different uniforms. I posted them on my Twitter if you want to go see pictures of them. There are uh, like a home white jersey. It's it's clean. It's nice with the uh, with the green hat. And then uh, the uh, the second jersey is going to be a red jersey. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it on screen. Thank you, Coop. Um, they're going to be wearing it with a red hat and a red jersey, which is pretty different because red's kind of like a secondary color for a lot of the Mexican national teams. Um, but they're really like emphasizing it and it pops it. It pops a ton here, which is really nice. And then there's a third alternate Jersey, which is really, really unique. I like it. I know a lot of Mexican fans are kind of conflicted on it because they really wanted a green Jersey, uh, to be one of the, the three jerseys that's their normal, basic, like primary color for Mexican national teams, whether it's soccer or baseball or whatever, whatever sport, but this third alternate Jersey and hat is like a light baby blue pink with a, uh, a light baby blue with, with pink. Um, it's, it's pretty unique. I, I really like it. The hat is nice. Uh, hat's super nice. But again, I know that a lot of Mexican fans are kind of not sure if they like it or not, are a little conflicted because they wanted the green ones. Um, but yeah, so Mexico's released today, tomorrow, uh, on February 21st, Tuesday, Netherlands is going to be releasing their home jerseys. So go look out on Twitter for that. I don't think they're going to be live streaming a release or anything, but there'll be pictures up there. Uh, team USA already has their, uh, their uniforms released, uh, or at least their home white Jersey. We're still waiting to see what the second one is uh, and if they're going to have a third one. Um, but yeah, so a couple roster updates for Team USA, and this has been known for a couple days, but we haven't had a, a podcast episode in a few days. So both Nestor Cortez and Clayton Kershaw are no longer going to be on the roster for Team USA, which are massive hits. Um, but because of that, uh, we now know the players that are gonna, going to be replacing them uh, on, on the roster. So Kyle Freeland is officially going to be back on the roster. He was on the preliminary roster. He's replacing Nestor Cortez. And Nick Martinez, who was on the designated player pitcher pool, is now on the 30-man roster replacing Clayton Kershaw. So I like them. Um, I, I think they're both good additions to the team. I really was excited for Nestor Cortez and Kershaw. But uh, spe specifically, Nick Martinez, I think, is a really good addition. I think he's pretty underrated, uh, has been stretching out to be a, a starter for the Padres over the last year or so. Um, he'll probably be a starter for them in 2023 as well. Um, but he actually played for Team USA in the uh, Tokyo Olympics, this last Olympics in 2021. So he has some experience. He knows what it's like to play for uh, Team USA to represent the country. And then also he he's played in Japan and played against Japan in the, uh, in the Olympics. So uh, I think he's a really good addition to this team for this tournament. Um, yeah, for, uh, you can see up on screen if you have, if you're watching on YouTube as well, if you're not, um, you can go to my Twitter. I'm, I've been working pretty hard on new updated roster and like like roster graphics and an overview of of the full team. Um, you can see it has not only the full roster of every team. I'm going to make one for all 20 teams. Right now, I only have Team USA that I've released, but I'll be making one for all 20. Uh, I've included information like the whole roster. A designated pitcher pool, if they have information about that release, um, the captain for the team. So we have Mike Trout there, and I have the whole coaching staff, as well as the uniforms and the WBC, WBC history for every team, uh, as well as like a projected lineup and a rotation. So I hope you all like those. Let me know if there's anything else you want to see on these graphics. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I maximize the space as much as possible. I just want it to be like a holistic, full review of, of every team. 
So go check that out. I'll be posting the other ones, hopefully a few later this week and then the rest maybe next week or the following. So definitely before the tournaments uh, gets here. But yeah, uh, one more piece of roster news. Jerks and Profar was not on the roster graphics during the the WBC rosters reveal on MLB Network, but reportedly from Seb Visser, who is the press officer for the Kingdom of the Netherlands uh, baseball team, the national team, he has been covering them for years. He actually tweeted out and said, hey, I don't know why he's not on that roster, why he's not on the graphic, because he's on the roster. Um, they submitted the 30-man the roster to MLB and to the WBC, and he was on that list. Jerks and Profar retweeted that tweet. So it's pretty much confirmed that Jerks and Profar is on, on uh, the Kingdom of the Netherlands roster, which is a massive addition. Um, he can play anywhere pretty much on the infield as well as uh, I, he'll probably be their starting left fielders, my guess, after talking to a couple of people that are close to the team. So that's a pretty good addition for them. Um, and the last thing with the notes, um, Something that I wanted to cover real quickly is the next World Baseball Classic is scheduled to be in 2026 instead of 2027. We thought it was going to be 2027 because they're they're trying to have this be similar to the World Cup where it's every four years. But because of COVID, because of the delay, um, it was supposed to be a few years ago, this, this WBC this year, they were going to push the WBC up one year. So now it's 2026, only three years in between. I believe the following one will probably be 2029. I don't know if that's finalized or yet, finalized yet, but it'll be probably three years between this and the next, another three years. And then after that, it'll be back on track for every four years. So I don't know. It's pretty exciting because it's 2026 instead of 27. We don't have to wait quite as long, but I'm still excited. I'm just, I'm super excited for this one. Um, yeah, that's everything for the news and notes. Let's get into what is the main subject material of uh, of this episode. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, like I mentioned at the beginning, I wanted to cover one player from every country, every national team that I'm excited for. So, maybe not the best player. In some cases, it is the best player on the team. Maybe not the most well-known, but just one player that I'm excited for from every country that's in the WBC. So we'll start with pool A, we'll go pool by pool. So we'll start with pool A. Starting off with Panama, Jose Ramos is one player that I'm really excited for. He really showed out in the uh, in the 2022 WBC qualifiers to help Panama get back to the WBC. He was one of their best hitters, if not their best hitter. 
Um, Panama hasn't been in the WBC since 2013, uh, since 2020, 2009, they missed out in 2013 and 2017. So uh, the fact that he helped them propel them to qualify for the WBC is pretty huge. He had two home runs in two games, I believe. Um, he's the last year. He's the Dodgers number eight prospect. Um, I, he had really good numbers in the minors, uh, 818 OPS, 25 home runs and 97 RBI, um, across a couple of different levels of the minors. So, I expect him to have a pretty big tournament for them in pool A. You'll see with these other teams that are in this pool, they're all pretty even. The teams, I don't know exactly who I am picking to make it out of pool A yet. So um, I, I expect him to be in the middle of the lineup and to to be one of their better hitters for Panama. Um, yeah, for Taiwan. And again, this is this pool A is in Taiwan. The player that I'm excited to see, one of the players, is Lin Li. Uh, he actually won the 2022 CPBL MVP. Definitely one of the best hitters out of Taiwan. Um, he can play third base, second base, outfield. He uh, had a 175 WRC plus in 2022. He absolutely matched for them um, and was tied for the lead league in home runs in the CPBL. 20 plus steals three years straight. Will probably DH because I don't believe that he has like one like defensive position that is his expertise. Um, I, I think he might be able to play a couple infield positions, but they have better defense with other players. His big thing is his bat. He just mashes. So I'm excited to watch him uh, hit. He uh, seen a couple highlights on, on uh, YouTube. Haven't watched him in any like actual games that were live, but uh, he seems like a very solid hitter. One thing to note, if you look up his stats on like baseball reference, they're not going to like jump off the page to you. But the reason is because in 2022, I believe it started in 2021, CPBL um, like deadened the ball dramatically because they they like they knew in 2021 and prior that the ball was juiced and it came out that it was juiced and they needed to do something to reduce to kind of like level the playing field. So if you look at his numbers, he's he led the league in a lot of different categories, but they're not going to like really jump out at you. So. Just keep that in mind. We'll move on to Italy. One player I'm really excited to see for Italy is Sal Frelick. Um, he's like, I mean, he's a stud. He's one of my favorite prospects in baseball right now. Uh, outfielder in the Brewers organization, drafted 15th overall uh, in the first round of the 2021 MLB draft. Um, right now is the 30th overall prospect, the second, the number uh, two Brewers prospect in their organization, just behind Jackson Churio. Um, and with, with the loss of Brandon Nimmo, who was going to be on Italy's roster, I think he's going to make a big impact for them. Um, he'll either play center field or left field. I think Dominic Fletcher is probably the better center field glove, but Sal Frelick is, is also a very solid glove. Um, so he could play center. He could play left field. He's a 70 grade run tool uh, and hit tool. So he's, uh, he's pretty solid. Um, double digit home runs and, uh, and stolen bases in 2022. So he's very well-rounded. I think he'll hit at the top of that lineup. Uh, if not lead off, then maybe second or probably second or, or lead off in Italy's lineup in the WBC. So definitely look out for him. And I expect him to have a pretty big tournament, especially if Italy's able to make it out of the pool stage. So next we'll do the kingdom of the Netherlands. The I'm going to go with a pitcher. Uh, because they, I, I think that is uh, the pitching is their weak spot. Their lineup is very solid. The kingdom of the Netherlands. They have a bunch of MLB players, um, bunch of studs, Xander Bogart, Sharks and Profar, 
uh, Jonathan Scope, guys like that. But their pitching is what's really kind of holding them back from being like a one of the higher tier teams right now. Um, so I'm going to go with their ace, Lars Hoyer. He is the best pitcher in the kingdom of the Netherlands, and he has been for the last uh, last few years in the Dutch league in the Netherlands. Um, last year, he had a 0.86 ERA, which, of course, the Dutch league isn't like anywhere close to the to MLB uh, or even NPB, but it's definitely one of the better leagues in, in the world. So um, a 0.86 ERA is a 0.86 ERA anywhere. <laughs> um, it's it, He's super impressive. Um, throws heat. Um, he's only, uh, oh, in, in 2017, that's what I was going to mention. He did play for the Netherlands in the WBC, only got to pitch three innings for them. And I think he allowed like three runs, three or four runs in that short appearance. So I'm really excited for him to be able to pitch again in the WBC. I think he was like 23 at the time. And so now six more years of experience still the best pitcher in the Dutch league, probably even better. He only reduced his, uh, like strike. Uh, he, he only increased his strikeouts and reduced his walks since, uh, since then. So kept his ERA and whip about the same, all his ratios. So, um, yeah, really excited to see him pitch in the WBC again. I think their pitching is going to be what is the a deal breaker for them to make or break for them to get a, a, out of that pool stage. So he's going to have to really perform. For Cuba, um, one pit player that I'm really excited to see. I'm I'm so excited to watch this guy play because I've never actually watched him live. I'm pretty new to to NPB, but his name's Levon Moinello, who is one of the best pitchers, best relief pitchers in all of NPB in Japan. Uh, this guy's Cuban, but he plays in NPB. He's had five straight seasons of a sub two ERA. A 14.9 K per nine rate, which is ridiculous. Um, he He's easily, like, he's a consensus top tier, one of the top relief pitchers, closers in all of Japan. He, I think he just transitioned to a closer, closer role this year, this last season. So uh, this will probably be his first full season as a closer, but he is a beast. Um, his changeup apparently is his best pitch. Uh, last season in 2022, his changeup all year, opponents only hit 0.036. He had a 0.036 batting average against his changeup all last year. So he's nasty. He'll probably be Cuba's setup man, is what I understand. Rydell Martinez is another filthy reliever in NPB who's probably going to be their closer. He's been a closer for longer, so I think he just has more experience. And Levon Monello will probably be like the eighth inning guy. So. I'm, I'm so excited to watch him play. Um, we'll move on to Pool B. That's everything for Pool A. Pool B is in Tokyo, Japan. We'll start with China because I don't know hardly anything about their, <laughs> their roster. But one player I do know, Alan Carter, who actually reached out to me on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Alan Carter. Um, he seems like a really cool guy. He went to Lee University. He was born in Singapore, but his mom was born in China. So he's playing for China. Through three years at Lee University, and I believe that he just finished his time there. Um, but at three years, through three years at Lee University, a 3.55 ERA, and again, a 14.9, just like Levon Monello, a 14.9 K per nine rate. So he's a strikeout machine. Um, yeah, I don't know hardly anybody on this roster. So their pitching is going to really need to step up if they want to do anything in this tournament. Um, so excited to see him pitch. 
We'll move on to Australia. Uh, another team that I don't know a ton of players on their roster. Uh, unfortunately, Curtis Mead, who would probably be their best hitter, top prospect in the Rays organization, is not going to be there. Um, he had an injury last year, so he's just going to be focusing on making the team and uh, and uh, rehabbing. I think he, I don't think he's healthy at this point. He's just focusing on like spring training to make the team. But uh, he's not there as well as Liam Hendricks. So a lot of players that, like their top players, unfortunately, the top two players are not there. But one player I I, I do know that uh, I know a lot of fans like Aaron Whitefield, outfielder in the Angels organization, played five games with the Angels in 2022. Um, he is, I think, probably most like best known for his Premier 12 performance in 2019. He was like a he was the star center fielder for. Uh, for Australia, one of the best players in that turn whole tournament made like so many insane catches. He's a great outfielder. Uh, like his glove is is incredible um, in center field. So I'm excited to watch him. I think that he is probably going to be one of the, one of their best bats as well. Hopefully he gets some more time in MLB with the Angels. But um, he's a stud. I'm I'm excited to watch him. Uh, next is Czech Republic, uh, who. They've never they've never played in the WBC. So the fact that they're even here is such a cool story, and I'm I, I can't wait to see how they do. Unfortunately, they are in Pool B with two powerhouses in Korea and Japan. But the fact that they qualified at all is such a just a testament to how much baseball has grown and improved in the Czech Republic. So the guy that I want to focus on today is absolute beast Marek Klup. Plays for North Greenville University. Uh, he, who actually was the national champion in D2, NCAA D2 last year, 2022. He was one of their best hitters last year. He's like 6'4", 6'5", 220. He's a monster. Um, hit two, 12 home runs, 30 stolen bases, and 75 RBI last year uh, in, in his season with North Greenville University. Doesn't strike out a ton, honestly, for a guy with a ton of power. Uh, he absolutely showed out uh, in in the WBC qualifiers for the Czech Republic as well. Helped propel them to uh, to qualify for the first time in Czech baseball history for the WBC. So he means a lot to them. He's pretty young. I think he has a chance to sign with an affiliate, hopefully get drafted and uh, make it pretty far in affiliated ball. Um, after his time at North Greenville University, he hit two home runs in WBC qualifiers. And I think he already had like three home runs over the last like weekend or week. Um, it's only been a few games and he's already hit like three bombs in his collegiate season. So dude's an absolute stud. Um, but yeah, he's going to be, I already put this on Twitter. My one of my prediction is that he's going to hit a home run in the WBC. I don't know what team he's going to hit it off of, but I am booking it now. He's going to hit a home run, at least one home run. In the WBC. So excited for that. We'll go on to Korea. Korea has a as an incredible team. Um, their pitching is pretty good, but their lineup is very stacked. Um, and so the player that I want to focus on today, I I don't think there's anyone else that I could have picked. He is getting all the headlines for Korea. He's coming to MLB. He's posting after the 2023 season in KBO. His name's Lee Jung-Hoo, and he is the best player. He's the best pitcher, the, the best hitter, best bat, and the best overall player in Korea. He's a monster. Um, five-tool player. Uh, his nickname is Grandson of the Wind because his dad 
who's a, actually a former KBO MVP. He, his nickname was Son of the Wind. He was super fast, stole a bunch of bases. So <laughs> Lee Jung, whose nickname is Grandson of the Wind, he's only 24 years old. He was the 2022 MVP in KBO. Um, he's had five straight gold gloves. He won the Rookie of the Year, has never hit below 320. He just His bat-to-ball skills are ridiculous. Um, he walks like twice as much as he strikes out over the last couple of seasons. He is one of the best players in the world, just full stop, um, but especially outside of MLB. So he'll be in MLB soon. I can't wait to see who he signs with because I think he's going to be a, a very solid addition to some outfield core. Um, it's just those bat-to-ball skills, being able to walk twice as much as you strike out and just like a 320 average every year or or better is of his entire career is crazy. Um, so, yeah. He's, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of the best players in all of the WBC. So definitely look out for him. For Japan, who's one of the best teams in the WBC, one of the best teams in the world. They are the most successful team in this, the history of the classic. They've won twice. They are a powerhouse. They always are. There's a couple guys that everybody wants to talk about. Of course, Shohei Otani. Um, you got the two young prodigies in Munetaka Murakami and Roki Sasaki. The guy I want to talk about though, is I think pretty dang underrated because he, he's the best pitcher in NPB. His name is Yoshinobu Yamamoto. He's been the best pitcher for the last few seasons. Uh, everybody wants to talk about Roki Sasaki because he has like probably the best stuff of anyone and he's really young, but everybody forgets about Yamamoto, at least on this side uh, of the world. If you don't watch NPB, He's only 24 years old. He has won back-to-back MVPs and like the NPB equivalent of the, the Cy Young Award and back-to-back triple crowns. So back-to-back MVPs, back-to-back Cy Youngs, and back-to-back triple, p- pitching triple crowns. The last two to three seasons have been some of the best pitching we've ever seen in MPB history, from what I understand. He is elite. He... Mid upper 90s with like another plus plus curveball, sub two ERA over the last two seasons, 200 straight strikeouts over the last two seasons. Um, this this two season stretch has just been one of the best stretches we've ever seen. Um, since 2018, he's never had 2018, never had a, an ERA over three. So um, he's the best pitcher in Japan, and because of because I think people may not be rating him properly. Uh, I'm just so excited to see him kind of make his presence known because he also will be posting after the 2023 season along with uh, Lee Jung-Hoo. So both of those guys are going to be the headliners coming over to MLB next offseason. So definitely watch out for them. Um, Yeah, that is Japan. And that is Pool B. Let's go ahead and go to Pool C. Pool C is in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, We'll start out with Columbia. A player I'm really excited to see uh, is Jorge Alfaro because he is just so much fun to watch. Um, he's electric. His hair flowing in the wind. Uh, Aquaman. Uh, Rob Rob Bradford just did an, an interview with him at spring training, um, just talking with him about about his his whole persona, his whole uh, hair, and uh, and signing with the Red Sox. So definitely go listen to that. But he's he's so much fun. And the reason why I'm so excited to watch him in this WBC is just because is because just a month ago, he 
absolutely showed out in the Dominican Winter League. He went eight for 19 with two home runs and four RBIs in the Dominican Winter League final uh, and won the Dominican Winter League MVP. So I'm hoping that he can kind of carry that momentum over into March through spring training and in, into the WBC, uh, because if he does, he's going to be one of the best bats for Columbia and one of the best bats in Pool C. Um, I'd love to see him carry that over into the MLB season as well, because uh, he's a stud. I really want him to do well, and he seems like a, a lot of fun. So Jorge Alfaro. For Canada, uh, the guy, one of the guys I'm really excited to see is uh, Edouard Julian, one of the prospects in the Twins organization. People were really, really high on him. Like as a prospect, a lot of prospect accounts that I follow seem to be like really rising on him on him over like the last year. Uh, in 2022, he, he slashed 300, 441, and 490, hit 17 home runs, uh, 19 stolen bases in Double A. Played kind of like all over the place, but mostly I think his primary primary position is second base. He'll probably start for Canada at second base. Um, he's electric. I I can't wait to see him in MLB, but uh, we'll, this will be such a fun showcase for him to be able to play for Canada and play in front of the world uh, before he makes it to MLB. I was talking with Josh Wolf on one of our old, uh, like one of our uh, interviews we did last week, or two weeks ago, I guess. He was talking about, he he's a pitcher in the Guardians organization. Um, he was talking about how excited he is to pitch in the WBC for Israel because there's no other time that he gets to pitch in front of like an MLB atmosphere, like in, in an MLB stadium, in front of all of these electric fans. Um, so that's going to be the case for Edward Julian as well. Um, he's going to get to play in front of American fans and the Mexican fan base. Uh, and so this will be a really cool opportunity for him to showcase himself uh, in front of MLB players and MLB teams and to kind of like gauge his uh, gauge himself against that talent. So that's Canada, Edward Julian. You can say the same thing for the next player for Great Britain. One of my favorite players in all of baseball. As you know, if you follow me on Twitter, Harry Ford is just an absolute stud. He's going to be the starting catcher for Great Britain. Um, he is just his energy and his vibe is just so infectious. It's it's contagious. People love being around him, it seems. He's super young as well. Um, his parents are British. That's why he is eligible to play for Great Britain. I believe both of his parents were born in Great Britain. And uh, his grandparents still live there and everything. So he hit three home runs in the qualifiers last year for Great Britain. Easily one of their best hitters. He'll be right in the middle of that lineup as well. Might be leadoff, honestly, um, at the top of the lineup. Um, but yeah, starting catcher for them. He's the top prospect for the Mariners. He's the top 50 prospect overall. In A-ball last year, he hit 863 OPS, uh, had 11 home runs, 23 stolen bases, walks a ton. Um, he's just an all around incredible player and seems like a very, very mature, solid dude. I'd love to have him on the podcast. He is one of my favorite players, one of my favorite prospects for sure. Uh, if you look at his like scouting grades, he has a 50, 55 hit tool, 50 power tool, uh, 60 grade run, 55 grade arm, 55 grade, uh, field. Um, so he's just, he's all around five tool. He might move off of catcher honestly, eventually, but uh, for now, he's a, he's a great catcher. I don't think he should move off. I think he can stick behind the plate. He's, uh, he's great defensively back there as well. So just seems like a really good guy and definitely one of the best players. He's going to be a core like anchor in that lineup. So move on to Mexico. 
who super underrated. I've been saying that all along. I think they're one of the more underrated player uh, teams in the WBC. Um, I was going to say Alejandro Kirk because he's going to be one of the, one of their best hitters and he's just a lot of fun to watch, but I'm going to go with Randy Rosarena because I guess for a couple reasons, Randy Rosarena is Cuban, but is a Mexican citizen. He was born in Cuba. His, his father actually passed away at 15. I uh, played pro ball. He played pro ball at, in Cuba at 18 and 19, and then escaped in like a small boat to, to leave Mexico, to, to leave Cuba, um, to find a, a different life, a better life and be able to play baseball elsewhere, ended up landing in Mexico. He has family there now, I believe, um, and kind of put down roots and a foundation there. So his story is just really crazy. If you ever get a chance, I believe there are a couple of YouTube videos on it. Um, definitely go check it out or go listen to some of his interviews because I, I just can't imagine that kind of journey to be able to play baseball uh, and to have like a better life, to be able to like find a better life for yourself and for your family. Um, but yeah, he, he, tra he actually trained at the same academy in Mexico, baseball academy as Alejandro Kirk, made it to the big leagues, broke out in 2020 in that postseason run, one of the best rookie postseason performances we've ever seen. We know the rest. Um, he's He's gone on record. Like I believe he's specifically in an interview with ESPN um, said, I'm Cuban, but it would be an honor for me to be able to represent Mexico. So just seems like Mexico means a lot to him and he will be playing for Mexico. He'll be one of their best bats as well in the lineup. Um, maybe lead off, definitely top of their lineup for sure. So I'm really excited to watch him play and get to represent this country that means so much to him. I'll move on to USA, the last team in pool C. Team USA, again, I don't think there's anybody that I can point out right now other than one player, and it's Mike Trout. He's the GOAT. I mean, there is nothing that has not been said about Mike Trout. He's the best player in baseball, has been for years. Surefire Hall of Famer, first ballot. Still, honestly, I think he's only 30, um, so he still has plenty of time to play. He, uh, yeah, they like I said, not much to say about him. He, His impact that he's made on this team cannot be overstated after he you, you can hear like mark DeRosa, the manager for team usa talks about this all the time after mike trout committed to play for team usa this wbc he he saw like all these commitments flood in after him was mookie betts and uh paul goldschmidt uh Aaron nolan arenado kyle tucker uh bryce harper who's not playing anymore because of injury but was committed after uh after mike trout did um so you just saw all of it trey turner uh, Tim Anderson, Pete Alonzo, like all of these all-stars and MVPs just started flooding in to want to play in large part because they wanted to play with Mike Trout. I mean, to be able to be in the same room as him would just be just soak up all the knowledge about baseball that he has, uh, would be, would be awesome. Um, and I'm just so excited for him to play because in 2017, he didn't play for team USA. He was already the best player in baseball, but he decided to like focus on spring training as well. I believe that he, at that time he had was coming off of an injury and just thought it would be best and smartest for him to focus on the season. Um, well, he's come on record of saying that he does regret not playing in 2017. So I'm just excited for him to be able to actually play in the WBC and get a chance to do that. So Mike Trout, he's our captain. He's already been named captain for Team USA, Captain America. I can't wait.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll move on to Pool D, the last pool of the four. Pool D is in uh, Miami, Florida. Start with Nicaragua. On Nicaragua's national team, I'm really excited to watch Erasmo Ramirez. Pitcher on the Nationals. Um, had a very, very good 2022, honestly. Um, he had a 2.92 ERA, which was good for a 1.34 ERA plus. Uh, 61 strikeouts in 86 and a third innings. Most of the season, he was a reliever, but my guess is that in the WBC, he will be one of their main starters, if not their ace. Uh, him and Jonathan Loisaga are definitely going to be their, their best pitchers. So I expect him to get a lot of innings. Um, they might, if they don't make it out of the pool, then he might only pitch once or maybe twice. It depends on how many pitches he, he throws in the first game, if he's able to uh, make a second appearance. But uh, he's awesome. He's a veteran. He'll be there. My guess is that he'll be their ace. So I think he'll be a, a, an important piece on that roster. Uh, Nicaragua loves baseball. That's something I've learned about covering the WBC. I didn't know a ton about Nicaraguan baseball, but they love baseball. So really excited to watch this team and watch Erasmo Ramirez. We'll go on to Italy. Matt Mervis is just a beast over at first base. He is a prototypical power bat. Uh, He'll be their starting first baseman is my guess. Um, he's the last year in 2022. He was the Cubs 21st overall prospect, um, but he's shooting up the rankings. I don't know where he's going to be yet this year in MLB pipeline. Like I, I don't think they've released like the top 30 of every team yet. Uh, but in 2022 between high a double a and triple a all three levels, he slashed 309, 379, 606 slugging. So he, he mashes, he, he is a power bat, like I said, and that's what they needed after, um, after Harrison Bader decommitted from playing and withdrew from the WBC, they needed a power bat badly. They didn't have much power in that lineup uh, to go along with Jock Peterson. So Matt Mervis is going to be a stud. 39 home runs and 119 RBIs in 2022 in, in the minors. So yeah, he's going to be much needed. And I was so excited to see him play. Again, another top prospect that is going to be able to use this showcase to uh, this, this WBC is like a showcase for their talent. So He'll be good for sure. Three more teams, Puerto Rico, Francisco Lindor. He's their best player, at least their, uh, at least their best bat. Um, the reason why I'm excited to watch him is because without Correa, it really leaves Lindor as the guy in that lineup. Correa was a leader on that team in 2017. Um, him and Lindor and Baez were like the, the core of that infield that they were, one of the like the high like the highlights of the 2017 WBC, um, but now Correa is not playing, so Lindor is really going to need to step up. He can, I mean, he's one of the best players in all of baseball in the world, so I have no doubt that he will have the opportunity to really show out, especially if they make it past the pool stage. Um, yeah, he could easily be like an MVP for them and for the tournament. Like he's he's electric. He's one of the most fun players to watch play in baseball. So 
I think his impact is going to be just magnified and more felt without Correa there. So I expect him to step up and and be a leader for that team. He's going to need to be a leader for sure. So I like that team a lot, and he's he's going to be great. Two more teams. Let's do Venezuela, and then we'll end with the Dominican Republic because I know a lot of people are waiting for them. For Venezuela, and I I'm so excited, but like it's going to be so bittersweet. Miguel Cabrera. I can't wait to watch. There's a lot of players on this team that I'm excited to watch. Jose Altuve um, and Luis Arias and a lot of all those pitchers. But there's nothing like watching Miguel Cabrera in his retirement tour. He's ending at the he's retiring at the end of 2023. Play for his country for the last time. Like this is going to be the last time that we see him put on Venezuela's uniform as a player. Um, he has played in every WBC, I believe. He leads like all WBC players in home runs. Um, he, surefire Hall of Famer, again, like I said with Trout, he is one of the best players we've ever seen in baseball. And this is going to be like his send off, not only for baseball, but for Venezuela and for his country. So I think it's going to be pretty special. I hope that the WBC and MLB really emphasizes that and puts uh, like a lot of effort in recognizing him and honoring him because he deserves it. Um, so yeah, really excited for him and for the Venezuelan fans to be able to watch him one last time. So we'll end with the Dominican Republic, the Dominican team who everybody's excited to watch last team in pool D Sandy Alcantara. I think he's the best pitcher in the WBC. Maybe, maybe in the world right now, DeGrom when he's healthy, he's the best, but in 2022, uh, there was no one better than Sandy Alcantara. And the fact that we get him after all those players either withdrew or couldn't figure out insurance, all the pitchers that just couldn't find a way or didn't want to pitch in the WBC. We have this guy who is at the elite of the elite level right now in Sandy Alcantara. And to see him pitch in the WBC, represent his country and play in this tournament is going to be a blast. And it makes me so happy for the future of this tournament. Because we need guys like him to play for it to be successful. So he's, I like I said, I think he's the best player in the tournament. Um, they lost Framber Valdez. They lost Luis Castillo, Luis Severino, Freddie Peralta, a lot of like a couple bullpen arms. So he's going to, his impact is only going to be magnified for them as well. So if they want to make a deep run, and I believe that they will, and they absolutely can, he's going to be at the center of that uh, that pitching staff. Don't know if he's going to pitch against Puerto Rico or Venezuela in that first round, but it'll definitely be one of those two teams. Um, I don't know how he's going to be able to handle not going a full nine innings every time he goes out there with the pitch limit limits, but I he'll be a stud. I, can, I hope he gets to pitch against USA or Japan because that would just be – that'd be so much fun to watch. Be one of the best matchups in the tournament. So, yeah, that is all 20 teams. That's all 20 countries. Uh Covered all of them. There's plenty of players on every team that I'm excited to watch, but that is one from every country that hopefully you now know more about them. Uh, if, if you want to know more, you can look up their baseball reference page. You can look up highlights on, uh, on YouTube. All of those guys have at least some content out there uh, on, on YouTube or uh, Twitter. So if you want to know any more about those players, you can reach out to me as well. You can DM me or tweet at me. Uh, let me know in the comments of 
the YouTube video as well as on Twitter. Um, again, reach out to me. Let me know what players are you excited to watch in the WBC? We have so many more stars than we've ever seen in the WBC playing this time. This is going to be the best one. People are bought in. Like it's it's going to be a blast. It's going to be the event in the baseball world in March. So let me know the players that you're most excited to see. Whether they're the stars, whether they're the prospects, whether they're super underrated or like don't even play an affiliated ball if they play in East Asia or in Latin America in the Mexican League or um, wherever they play, whatever level they're at. Let me know what players you're excited to see um, or any players that you'd like me to highlight because I, I want to learn more about all these players in the, in the tournament. So, yeah, that's everything. Over the next week, we're going to have another episode, hopefully later this week. I'm going to go start going into the pools more in depth into every roster. We're eventually going to cover all rosters, but uh, we'll go pool by pool. Um, hopefully starting this later this week, if not later this week, then next week, I'm going to work on getting all 20, uh, team overview graphics done for the WBC. Um, hopefully, I mean, as soon as possible, hopefully in the next week or so. So definitely be looking out for that thread on Twitter. Again, let me know if you have any questions or any feedback, anything you'd like me to cover. Um, I would love to cover as much of this tournament as possible. I'm trying to figure out a way to make it to the tournament as well. Tickets are really, really hard to come by right now. Um, so many of the big games are sold out, most of them in Miami. Um, I'm trying to make it to Phoenix, hopefully. I'm um, trying to figure out a way to find some money and, and, and some tickets, especially for the USA-Mexico game. So, um, yeah, if I make it there, I would love to meet up with some people. Um, if you're a follower, love to to meet up and, and talk, just, just to chat about the WBC and to hear your story. So again, yeah, reach out if you have any questions. That's going to do it for this episode of WBC Central. Go subscribe on Twitter. Go subscribe to Baseball Isn't Boring on all your streaming platforms. Um, and you have a good day, eat, night, morning, whenever you are listening to this. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.